0: welcome into the dmdr rockies podcast brought to you Buy Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused. Deliciously rich and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And rejoining us, very excited to have Michaela Perkins back around on the baseball thing on a little... Uh, rest after the NBA and NHL playoffs were hot and heavy at the exact same time I know a lot of fun a lot of excitement but now you are back into the never-ending excitement of the world of Colorado Rockies baseball lucky me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but we do have some exciting stuff to talk about today everyone loves dingers everyone loves the long ball we're going to be talking Home Run Derby. That'll be our main topic. We'll get into some of the history of the Colorado Rockies in the Home Run Derby. We'll look forward to, as you may have heard, Trevor's story going to be in the thing. We'll look at who else is going to be in it this year, who else we'd like to see in it this year, how we think that thing could play out. First, though, did want to touch a little bit much into Game 1 here at home against the Pirates and opening day 2.0 because we will have a series wrap for you, well, at the end of the series when it wraps. But before that, did want to mention Kyle Freeland uh, with his second straight, really good looking outing. Of course, scary moment he has to come out of there. Michaela, these guys and the cramps and I don't know who needs to bring the mustard and pickle carton. I'm not eating that garbage, but I'm not out there pitching in the heat either. Uh, Scary moment, but nice to see. Uh, Kyle Freeland put two good starts together in a row here and start to look again like the ball player we know and hope he can be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he was on the injured list and we haven't seen him pitch in a while. So you, you didn't really know what you were going to get when he finally came off the injured list and started pitching again. So to see him doing well is definitely re- is encouraging and definitely what you want to see from Kyle Freeland. Obviously, you know, uh, both Patrick and I were at the game yesterday and watching him limp off of third base was so alarming. I My yeah. stomach dropped. Um, you know, I thought it might have been like a hamstring or Something like that, and that's obviously the last thing you want to see. This is only his second start off of the injured list, so we don't want him to go back on the injured list for a completely unrelated injury that he just came off for. So it was definitely scary, but, um, you know, John Gray kind of had the same cramping issue at the beginning of the year, and he said that he was going to, like, eat six bananas and drink a whole jar of pickle juice and – he hasn't had a cramping issue since then, so I don't know if he just needs to, you know, give Kyle the tips on how to not cramp, yeah, or <laughs> the Rockies' training staff just needs to stock up on pickle juice for the rest of the season. I think, um, but yeah, so so glad he's okay. It just seems like a cramp. Um, I know the Rockies <laughs> released today that they weren't going to know for sure his status until he throws bullpen tomorrow. But initial signs look positive, and he's not in any pain or anything like that. So, I think we dodged a bullet, which is great because you know the the starting rotation is the one bright spot of the entire Rockies year so far, and you would hate to see a, you know a guy like Kyle, who like I said just came off the injured list, go back on it. You never want to see that. So.
2: The University of Florida helped us transition from pickle juice to Gatorade. We need another step. Someone, <laughs> There's going to be a startup company somewhere in the Denver area right. that's going to create the next level so that we can prevent having these rocky starting pitchers. We've seen it the last several years. Sure. Right when they're starting to get into their own, go to the next level, we've seen it far too often where you go, all right, stretching out to the sixth, seventh, maybe they'll come out for the eighth, and all of a sudden it's just completely done up. I feel like I jinxed Freeland a little bit because uh, we were we were talking. He was at 75 pitches right there at the uh, end of the top of the fifth, and I thought he's going to have to have some quick work if he's going to extend to six innings, and it's probably not going to happen. Lo and behold, he ended up getting three outs and four pitches, and you go, all right, he's coming back out for the sixth, And as uh, you two have mentioned, he pulls up uh, with with some lower body cramping uh, on that double from Daza going from first to third. And uh, thankfully, it's nothing. uh, It might not be anything much bigger than that. But still, again, obviously frustrating uh, to, to see a pitcher get hurt doing a thing that he rarely has to do. Bring on the Universal DH.
0: Yeah. Well, I was
1: going to say, right before he got hurt, you said something about Universal DH be damned on Twitter. So it totally came back to bite you. You're not allowed to speak on that stuff ever again. because
2: <laughs> Well, you that cursed. was my point. Well, that was partially my point because Freeland looked really good at the plate. Like, he he knew who he was going against. It was two lefties, two former Rockies guys. Didn't
1: he have two hits yesterday? He had
2: two bun hits. Yeah, he right? bunted he twice. Hit. Oh. The second one was actually ruled an error. On oh, Tyler that's right. Anderson. Yeah. Yep. And Freeland even said after the game, it wasn't exactly where he wanted to place it, but it was still, again, if, if you bunt even well, not even above average, but just well, it can be an effective strategy. And so, uh, yeah, he got that hit right there in, uh, in the bottom of the third inning. And then Tapia ended up switching spots with him on a fielder's choice who came around to score. So Freeland kind of, helped get that first run across the board. And then even again there with the error, you, you know, you say, wow, okay, this is something wasn't sexy, but it was effective. That being said, I still don't want to see pitchers hitting.
0: I, I don't want to see him getting hurt. <laughs> I don't want to see <laughs> him running the bases.
1: The worst part. The worst part yeah. was to see they brought in John Gray to pinch run after no. Kyle was taken out. I was like, "What are we doing? What? Yeah.
0: Don't that was, do that." When my mother sent me a text and was like, "No, now I'm worried about John." <laughs>
1: Literally, the only good thing the Rockies have going for them this year is their starting pitchers. Let's not put them in more positions where they could potentially injure themselves, like pinch running after one of your other starting pitchers just got hurt. Can we not do that? Like, what is going on? Thankfully,
2: the Rockies have a good track record of putting in a pitcher in as a pinch runner. We all recall that game from uh, June 2019 of Jeff Hoffman scoring on a sacrifice fly right. and a very weird one. And so I, I, I'm thinking there's a little bit deep down in John Gray that he was recalling that game of, all right, what did Jeff Hoffman do that was right. memorable? Sure, he scored the winning <laughs> run, but he also didn't get hurt. And let's yeah. face it, that's the most important thing. Don't get hurt.
1: Yeah, but Patrick also jinxed us Another time before that too, where we were like like just, you know, we were keeping our scorecards, we were doing great, and he's like, Wow, this game's moving fast.
0: Oh, don't ever say that during a baseball I game.
1: literally <laughs> looked at him and I was yeah. like, Patrick, <laughs> I hate you True. because now this game is gonna be four hours long yeah. and it's gonna be your fault. Uh, it
2: <laughs> slowed down a lot.
1: I almost I was just like, Oh, Patrick.
0: <laughs> In the first couple of years of me going down to Coors Field regularly, whenever Katie and I would have, you know, something loosely planned after the game, that would, you know, we would text, be texting each other back and forth. Okay, this going to have this going to happen. All right, it looks like this time. Oh, it looks like the game's going to wrap up, and invariably, blown lead, extra innings, whatever. Now, zero word. We do not talk about the schedule during the game. It, yep,
1: it's just <laughs> you're bound to curse yourself whenever you talk about the time of game.
0: That's I feel
2: like it it's topic. even happened a few times when we've gone into the studio and we go from the stadium oh yeah where unfortunately you have to leave maybe bottom of the 8th depending on the score maybe even top of the 8th maybe even earlier depending on traffic and you get you get to the bar and you go all right three more outs or one more out and blown save well like and with extra this, we'll, innings.
1: We're with sitting this- there in the
0: bar With this bullpen
1: the Rockies have, we could be, you know, through a game in two and a half hours. And then in the ninth inning, it's another two hours on top of that because we go into extras. So you never know this year.
0: Um, There was an irony, too, to the entire Freeland situation because I happen to have the uh, KOA guys. I had Jack and Mike on in the earbuds and they were – making a big deal about what a, an athlete Freeland was being. And he was, you know, yeah. putting ball in play with the bunts, uh, running the bases well. They were even talking about how he could be a decent pinch runner in a, in a pinch. And literally, you know, if you need any, and he could except for the fact that none of that is nearly as important as the fact that you need him to pitch as Patrick said. So uh, I had the same thought that you did too. You tweeted out uh, Patrick about, does he know something about TA and where he can't field a bunt? his old teammate because that seems scouted that did the first one you go. Okay. Okay. Very much. But the second one, you go, Kyle knows something. Uh, And he learned a lot of what he knows from Tyler Anderson. So that, that was a little bit of now the student has become the master. (laughs) It's like, I love that.
1: Also the irony of the two bunt attempt. Well, two, one successful bunt and one bunt attempt is not lost on me. The day after I said that bunting is a loss to art form in baseball.
0: You'll have yes, to right. see it. We just had that <laughs> conversation. Um, well, not a lot of lost art form. The art form that just about everyone in the game is trying to perfect is, of course, the long ball. So we will toast to the participants that we know so far and really to, to Trevor's story. Great day to be a story. Shout out to Teddy. Uh, today is a great day to be a story. Yesterday was a great day to be a story. Learning that he will be. In the Home Run Derby has us all reaching for our good company, Hard Seltzers, Breck Brews. Get your 15-can sampler down at King Supers or at your local liquor store. Of course, you can get a bigger one down at the DNVR Bar when you become a member of the family. Subscribe today at the DNVR.com. Get access to all the written content. Uh, Patrick wrote a banger on the subject today. Exclusive quotes are back in. It's not just Zoom meetings. You got to have a one-on-one conversation with a baseball player. I almost fell down and died reading that. I was so happy. Uh, So please go and read that on the DNVR.com. We'll have all that stuff. Plus, as we have always talking about, the discounts, the access to the Discord channel, the free shirts from the DNVR Locker. And, of course, a free holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out at holistikwellness.com and use promo code DNVR30. to get 30% off once you've gotten your free holistic stick. Good stuff. That's CBD stuff. Stirred in. It's Fantastic. Uh, All right. So let's talk about that. Trevor's story confirmed. He be in it. Shohei Otani, we've talked about that. Very exciting. He be in it. I know a lot of people probably on uh, surface value, if you don't know a ton about them and they heard Trey Mancini of the Orioles, probably went, Yeah, okay, whatever. Get excited about Trey Mancini of the Orioles. It's a great story and he's got legitimate thump. That's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, so we're we're stoked on those. Uh, is there any? Wait, did I leave anyone else out? I didn't have the list up in front of me.
2: Anyone else confirmed? Yes, reigning champion, uh, the Polar Bear, right. Alonzo.
0: Pete Alonzo. How did I Coming leave out Pete Alonzo? So we've uh, got
2: four of what seems to be the, the eight pieces. Again, it could change, and that's something that's changed over the history of the Home Run Derby is how many contestants they've had. And, um, you know, it wouldn't shock you if uh, today's day and age there's less people signing up for. We were talking before we... Uh, went on air about the disappointment that Vlad Guerrero Jr. said he no thanks this time, even though he uh, was the runner-up to uh, Alonzo in, in 2019. Same thing with Fernando Tatis Jr. decided, uh, yeah, you know what, no thanks. Um, so hopefully we do get a, a, a full eight, and uh, there's some some good candidates that are still out there some good stories much like with trey mancini who uh is, is now cancer free he was a guy who didn't play in all of 2020 as uh you know had to go a, a medical procedure for a, a malignant tumor in his colon so you know with the history that the rockies have with Andre galarraga as part of the organization that affected him when he was in atlanta more recently with Tr- uh, chad bettis right. um you, you like to hear those stories of those guys who kind of beat something and are are doing things maybe uh, much bigger than a game and and doing important things off the field. So in in that way, you know what, if you need an American league guy, you definitely can pull for Trey Mancini.
0: Michaela, is there anyone of the group so far, I I mean, other than story obviously that you're most excited to see and then disappointed about those guys who aren't going to be there and, and who would you like to see in it?
1: Yeah, I was super disappointed um, that Vladdy is not going to be in the home run yeah. derby because he needs to avenge himself after barely losing to the Polar Bear, obviously, in 2019. I was super bummed about that. Um, him and Tatis are obviously tied for home runs right now in the season. So, And then Tatis says he's going to sit out too, which is like uh, my two yeah. favorite players yeah. sitting out. I feel like I'm cursed at this point, but... Um, yeah, I was super bummed about Vladi, especially because the home run derby in 2019 was insane, probably one of my favorite home run derbies I've ever seen. It was awesome. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see, you know, Story hit in the home run derby. And I know that seems like the easy answer, but he's a powerful hitter. And I think you know, again, going back to this conversation that we always have is players like Story are often so overlooked because they play for the Rockies and then they have the course field and blah, 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 blah. And so I think finally to, you know, get some more attention for Story will be really cool because he's so powerful. He's like a true power hitter. And I think that can sometimes get lost in like the talent that he is um, obviously because of the the cores and the Rockies and whatever else. But I really am excited to see it, you know Story go out there. I'm hoping that he I'm hoping that he puts everybody else to shame. I mean, it's his ballpark, you know, I was there for Patrick's conversation with him yesterday. And we were talking about, you know, the advantage of it being his home park and the altitude and being adjusted to the altitude and all that stuff, which I don't think anyone's really maybe thought a lot about. So I think he might have a little bit of an advantage. He knows the ballpark so well. He knows, you know, obviously where the ball where the ball flies and the easiest route, with the shortest distance and all that stuff. So I'm hoping Story can put on just an absolute show. I did ask Story, I was like, do you think you can be at, you know, Charlie's home run, uh, the home run record that he's he didn't set but however how many home runs he hit when he was in the derby I was like are you gonna beat Chuck and he he was like uh, I think so and he was like how many did he hit he was like 14 he only hit 14 he's like oh yeah I got it I got oh, it okay. so he definitely think he can beat Charlie which is good um, so I'm hoping uh you know see Trevor put on the show and I, he will obviously I, I already mentioned some of the advantages that he'll have um with the all-star game being in Colorado but I'm excited for him
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we got B10 Devon asking who's the best bet to win the home run derby. Uh, That's interesting. I mean, we got to know what the rest of the field is, obviously, first before we can get there. But, you know, I I would think Story would be among the favorites just because there is that little home field advantage. He's used to taking BP there, obviously. Um, you, You wonder if the added energy of the crowd and expectations and him wanting to perform well maybe goes the other way. I'm sure there will be plenty of talk about him showcasing himself and all of that and those distractions while he's up there doing it. So the whole world looking at Trevor Story, uh, you know, it's going to be fun and interesting and nerve-wracking and all of those things all together at once. And uh, as we'll get to in a little while, the Rockies have had kind of an up-and-down history in the Home Run Derby. They've had some guys go there and show well for themselves. They've had some go and lay some some real clunkers. And so you just don't want to see him. Uh, you know, do that and, and sort of add to this sort of downer of a, a, a final, you know, like to have, like see him have one more big, great moment as a Rocky uh, and seeing him win the home run derby or even come up just short, but in an entertaining and fun way where he hits a bunch of big, long bombs. I think that would be super cool.
2: Yeah. Of the, of the four guys that have been named so far, I'm a little torn. Sorry, uh, I'm a little torn between Otani and, and Alonzo. I think, you know, just because Otani, I, I think, is has the proclivity to, to pull the ball a little bit more and has that sweet swing. A little cargo-esque, uh, a little loopier, I think, than cargo, or more of an upswing than cargo had. I, I think he has to be the favorite. Alonzo, uh, he's among the league leaders and exit velocity, so he's still mashing the ball. I worry about him, you know, maybe not being able to, to put some of them out. Coors Field has a huge outfield. We know the ball flies, and you imagine that. Hopefully they already have the the cases of baseballs in Denver, and they're just sitting on the roof of Coors Field, baking in the sun, just, not just in the humidor, nice and leave dry. them outside. <laughs> uh, then, it, then it really won't matter what part of the ballpark you go. But either Otani and Alonzo, I, I might be leaning towards Alonzo. I mean, no, I might leaning towards Otani.
0: Otani.
1: I am so excited to watch Otani. I I mean, we've never seen anybody like him before ever. Um, I'm pretty sure he would be the first, if he won the Home Run Derby, I'm, I can say confidently, I'm pretty sure he'd be the first pitcher to win the Home Run Derby.
0: Yeah. So how like cool. like Babe Ruth and stuff, but I don't think he yeah. was the, did they Eat
2: even. your heart play? out, Madison Bumgarner. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> we could get into the history, uh, if we wanted to, of, of, of the Home Run Derby. You know, there, there was a TV show that was called Home Run Derby, um, that they filmed and that sort of started re-airing in, uh, in the eighties and nineties and where they're that's where yeah. the resurgence of the home run derby came in in 1985, being right, the yeah. first proper home run derby during the All Star game. Um, but yeah, they always had those kind of spectacles those, of those old of yeah. the derby, but nothing officially on but, record. But no, yeah, no. obviously yeah. the odds are going to be the DraftKings odds on Babe Ruth probably would have continued <laughs> well into his like late 40s you're still putting your money on him right you're reaching
0: for babe ruth (laughs) that's when that's the kind of thing we're talking about yeah Mac, i could not agree more this is a special special ball player uh that we're going to get to witness and there there is a question here in the comments about you know advantage to righty or lefty i hope that bright barrier doesn't get the best of otani if he hits is the higher walls and right all the way down the high scoreboard and the the bright barrier with the big fence and so there are plenty of balls that you can hit that could be ticketed to go over 400 feet on a line and in the air, but but run into that thing. You've got a much shorter wall and left, which I think is going to help guys like Pete Alonzo and Trevor Story and Trey Mancini, and they're pulling it. Uh, I do think it's going to be tougher for them, though, because righties tend to hit those straightaway shots a little bit more. And those are the ones we're going to see fall just short. Those are the ones that get you at Coors Field. Is that ball the straightaway center field that you think you got, but it one hops the ball or it hits right off the wall at like whatever it is, four hundred fifteen, I think, at straightaway center, and you feel like you got it, but you, you fall just short. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see it though, because if, if you can as a righty pull the ball, that's your 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 best easiest way to hit a home run. Oh. And that's
2: Speaking actually. Of-
0: Go ahead.
1: Go ahead, Patrick. You're good.
2: Uh, it, it, so that it's funny because yeah, I, I don't think there's any true power alley and, and story kind of touched on that. It's kind of one of the reasons why I think if Jose Ramirez uh, of Cleveland gets in, yeah. he actually could be a sneaky favorite as he has the highest poll percentage in baseball, 57.8%. Uh, that is the highest. He is a candidate that uh, I put on my short list of guys I'd like to see, um, in the Derby, uh, also from the American league, Matt Olson, from the athletics, That'd be great. Um, yeah, has the seventh highest isolated power. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you basically take your slugging percentage and minus uh, subtract your batting average. So basically, you're only looking at doubles, triples, and home runs. Uh, also, in the West, would be uh, a really interesting story with having Jared Walsh, uh, two Angels. Maybe you don't want uh, too many since you already have Otani, uh, but he's got 18 home runs already, and the dude was undrafted. He was undrafted, and he's one of the best power hitters in the game right now, one of the best first basemen in the American League right now. Um, And then two other guys you may have heard of, Rafael Devers uh, from Boston, uh, who has the fifth-highest barrels per plate appearance. Red Sox also haven't had an entry in the home run derby since 2011. David Ortiz. It's been a decade since the Red Sox have had an entrant. And uh, another guy that Vinny Castilla – Uh, talked about there'll be an article coming out about that soon he said he wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Judge hit in the home run derby he's got the highest exit velocity in 2021 the fourth highest barrels per plate appearance I think that would be very exciting any of those from the American League that you would like to see we figure there's probably two more spots left who uh, on that list do you think would tear
0: it up at Coors Field at the derby got any favorites Mac I'm I'm mean, not going to see Judge. Um, judge, right?
1: Yeah. I just don't want to watch the Yankees hit. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: Well, it will be the first time all year if it makes you feel any better. So That's
1: true. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, I probably – I really – I, for whatever reason, have this, like, weird affection for the Oakland Athletics. So, obviously, Matt Olson would be really cool to watch. Um, oh, I don't like. Yeah. Wanna... I, I think I'd go with Matt Olson. I think I'd want to see Matt Olson hit the ball. I think that'd be a fun, that'd be a fun one to watch for sure. I'm trying to think.
0: Oh, a yeah. foul ball when he was here uh, when the A's came to town that I'm not sure has landed yet, and I just uh, yeah, I was just like, my God! And I think he's listed at like six five, but he looks what he looks like he's six eight, yeah, two hundred eighty pounds. Like Matt Olson is just an enormous person so I, I i'm with you there i'd like to see that
1: from the national league though i really want to see a cunha jr i hope to goodness that he gets to come that would, that would be very cool. smash balls and the home run derby it i just he has so much swag and i think it'd be so fun to watch him hit too um yeah. so i hope he gets hope he gets to come smash some home runs of course. not a big guy not a huge guy but you're right he's he's probably atop my
2: list of of all players that I would love to see. And he, uh, much like Vlad Guerrero Jr., lost to Alonzo in the knockout tournament in the semifinal. Hit 44 home runs in two rounds back in 2019. So you know he's going to be exciting. Has the second highest average exit velocity. Tops in the NL. Not bad for a smaller guy. But two other guys. Kyle Schwarber right now. Got to be the hottest hit on, on the planet. Fire. Fifteen, mm-hmm. He has 15 homers in the month of June, which is tied for second most in the month of June of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he won't he won't break the record because it's 20. But he's hit 15 homers in a 17-game stretch, uh, put on a show in 2018, finished second to the winner, Bryce Harper, uh, who did it at home in Washington. Uh, so I think those two guys are probably going to be one and two in the NL. Uh, Manny Machado, no thanks. He does have the fourth highest exit velocity,
0: but I I, no thanks. I, I don't yeah, want to see him. Yeah, Tatis Junior's not going to be there. No Padres or Dodgers, thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it was Tatis was going to be there, I'd be like, still no Machado. It's I, I, I don't. I hate putting the kibosh on it for Rockies fans. But you know what? I want again. I I, I want this to be as much Rockies centric as possible. Even if the jerseys don't represent the city, I want the players on the field to not represent the antithesis of what Rockies fans want to see. And maybe that's why the other guy that might get a no thank you is a guy that has hit uh, 15 home runs this season, Uh, 46% pull rate, the highest of his career, fly ball percentage at 46%, the highest of his career. Maybe you've heard of him, Nolan Arenado. Do we want that? Do we want Nolan Arenado to participate in his first home run derby? He's never done it before. Uh, no. In fact, no no Cardinals player has has participated in the home run derby since back in 2012. Carlos Beltran, and the year before 2011 was actually Matt Holiday. But would you guys sign up for that? He was given three
0: curtain calls for doing so. He, after each home run in the yeah, derby, after every after every home run he hit somewhere in St. Louis, they gave him a curtain. Mm,
1: yeah, no option.
0: No, nah. Yeah. I just don't
1: need it to be rubbed in anymore. Like it's yeah, he can he good. can wait till next year to do his first home run derby as woof. Well.
0: he wants to. What about okay? I, I have a I doubt I have he's a suggestion. in any mood sitting there in fourth place on a team he demanded to go to specifically. Oh. I doubt he's in any mood.
1: <laughs> I all I have to say is karma is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But okay, I have a suggestion. What about, and this is kind of like a I guess he's a dark horse-ish kind of candidate because um his stats aren't as Great hitting as the rest of the people we've already talked about. Well, what about Bo Bichette?
0: I'd love to see it. That Especially would be kind of cool. It's my dude. When when Vladdy was right there for me to take him, he was right there, but still, I actually uh, I think that'd be super super cool, Matt. That'd uh, be cool, right? Hitting some home runs oh, yeah. and and the crowd would go wild for Bo Bichette.
1: I feel like, like he would be like a Vladdy esque entry because you know when Vladdy went into the twenty nineteen everyone's like, uh oh, he's he's young, like why are we like why yeah. is he in here? And then he just absolutely demolished everybody. Right. So maybe I don't know he'd be like a he'd be like a Vladdy esque entry and then he could just come in here and just smash home runs and I don't know his
0: dad <laughs> they gotta no, play a Sledgehammer good. when he walks to the plate. <laughs> that's on. a
2: great story right there. That I, I like that angle of him coming back and, and participating in the Derby. Ah, uh, like his father. His father was the first entrant uh, of, for the Home Run Derby of a Rockies player. So he's got 14 home runs right now. He's uh, only one behind Carlos Correa for, uh, and here's maybe a stretch, but for the American League lead of shortstops. Shortstops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, it's a premier position. So he's yeah. doing it there. Uh, so uh, yeah. you got to like that, and that. Again, that's a really good story. Especially, you're not getting Vlad Guerrero Jr. The whole team right now is really exciting. So you would like, you know, a representative from from Toronto to be there. If it's Bobichet, I don't necessarily think that's a loss. I think that would definitely be a win at Coors That'd Field. Cool. That'd be
0: cool. It's All right, next
1: question. Next question. I'm so interested. If you had to pick a pitcher, like a true pitcher, not a Otani pitcher, to hit in the home run <laughs> derby, who would you pick? I already know my answer. And I like feel active, like you guys, an yeah, active, an, an active, active pitcher,
2: pitcher right now. Who would oh, you well, pick I'm to hit? i your answer because I, I was going to reference this before about Shohei Otani being the first pitcher to possibly win the Derby, maybe even to participate in the Derby. We know he's wanted to do it, even though his luck in the Colorado area hasn't been so good. He probably shouldn't push his luck. He should just stick to showing up to the ballpark oh, and pitching. Man. And that would be Mr. Madison Bumgarner. You that know, wasn't rodeo my pick. Th- that wasn't my pick. No, All no. right. The mad bum is a guy who said that he'd like to participate in it. In years past, uh, I think he's probably after his exploits as a rodeo clown and uh, bronco buster. Well, he wasn't a rodeo clown. He was bronco, Buster. whatever he was doing <laughs> there. What was and,
1: the big yeah. name. Oh, I forgot. And I was the fake just. Name. It, I was just trying to think about it. Oh my god, I'm going to be so mad at
2: myself. Oh, I but I, I, <laughs> I would still go Madison Bumgarner just because he's a grinder. I don't necessarily yeah. even need to look at his numbers right now to go. All right, who's Who's doing well? I know DeGrom's really good at the play. I know Zach Greinke is always Mason, been very Saunders, that's Mason
0: Saunders. Mason Saunders. That's
1: the rodeo name. Um, okay, uh, my, my pick. By far and away, easiest decision of my life. Give me Zach Ranky in the home run derby right now. That'd be so fun to watch. I I know he would hate it because he doesn't like attention, but he loves to hit, and it would be so funny to watch him go out there and try to hit home runs. Oh my god, I would pay money to watch that. Just Zach
0: Grenkey. Take it so seriously. So seriously. He's so competitive. Like he would really want to win and he'd be frustrated if he didn't and uh, so yeah that you could also go with de gram like he's been hitting the ball really well he's he's been doing some great stuff at wow. the plate too but yeah Granky would it was going to be my answer on that one just for just for the look on his face of him trying to hit the ball as hard as he can to
1: you already know like if they asked him to do it he'd be like looking up like altitude pressure data at course field in denver <laughs> like trying to like figure out like okay i gotta hit it here here oh my gosh i would yep. love that
0: <laughs> yeah
2: he would be picking mike trout's brain for the weather analysis right. trying to figure out which way the winds are blowing
1: did you, did you guys know that mike trout did a fun little weather forecast at the cronkite school where i was while i was there he came into our he came into our school and like they showed him around the the, the little the little uh, weather area, and he got to stand in front of the green screen and do a weather forecast because he loves the weather. And it was literally like – I showed up to school that day, and I was like, Mike Trout's doing a weather forecast in my class right now. It was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing that would have been around February, March.
1: Yeah, the spring training. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> right there right there in, in, in Tempe. Well, for anyone who does care, uh, since their debuts, uh, Madison Bumgarner does have the most home runs since circa 2007. He's got 19 home runs. In the big second most, Adam Wainwright, he's got about nine. Mm. Michael Lorenzen, two way player, uh, seven home runs. Branky has eight, so he has the third most. Mike Leake has six. Arietta six. No, Noah Noah Syndergaard, when he's not on the injured list, yeah, also has six.
0: Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, So. Whether you're betting on pitchers or, or, or position players, or, or, well, I guess with Otani in there, like you're saying, I guess there's one guy who's technically a pitcher you can bet on. He might be the favorite since Devon was asking. Can't tell you exactly for sure who the best bet is to win the home run derby, but we can tell you where you should go and bet on the home run derby when you start feeling like you know which way it's going to go. And that's over with our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the best sportsbook. Anywhere in the world, super easy to use, super convenient, uh, really user-friendly. It kind of walks you through everything that you need to do, even if you've never bet before. makes it really clear, really simple. They're always throwing promotions at you, which basically amount to a little bit of free money to bet on whatever you want. I find it makes watching sports a lot more fun just when you win, but also just kind of upping the stakes for individual games, individual at-bats, individual moments when you need the pitcher to get that strikeout to send them to the over, or you need that closer to not let the run in, not only to not blow the lead, but also to not blow the over on the run total. Whatever it is, it just adds that extra layer of excitement. So do download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits by betting on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. That's right. You do that. You put down $1. You'll get 100 bucks in free credits if they come out victorious. It's promo code DNVR for a limited time only. A DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, wager paid out, inside credits, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. My
2: DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week is back on baseball after that victory by Italy. Last week against Austria. Sorry, Nikki. Sorry, My Apologies Nikki. for going against Austria on Sorry, that. Let's get back to baseball. <laughs> Let's get to today's game. Rockies got a nice little one-game winning streak. They're at home. They're against one of the worst teams in the game, the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Hermen Marquez is on the hill. He will have – I have an inside source that says he's uh, going to have eaten a couple of bananas and plantains. So he, that's not going to be an issue. So he's going to be on his game. And here's the thing. Rockies aren't just going to win tonight. Right? Because you're, you're going to get a certain payoff for that. But if you actually go to the alternate run line, go ahead and make sure you check that out on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can actually change the run line where the Rockies can give two and a half runs to the Pirates. So basically, like three runs, they're going to win by three or more. And I think the Rockies will win by three or more. And if you put that down, that's plus 160. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the nice. week is Herman Marquez in the Colorado Rockies giving two and a half runs. That's going to net you. Plus 160 on that. Lock it in. Win some cash with DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: I can cheers to that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. I forget sometimes to go in and look at that. That's again, yeah, it's cool that DraftKings lets you do stuff like that where you can go in and, and get the extra money. No, I'm I'm extra confident in what's gonna go on in this one tonight. Love it. All right, so speaking of being confident, uh, you guys go to the Home Run Derby, probably pretty confident that they can hit some home runs. As we've talked about before in Rocky's history, some of them have, some of them, uh, they're they're glad they went. Enjoyed the trip, got to shake hands with some interesting people, rub elbows with some of the best power hitters in the game.
2: They've had different so many different formats too. Yeah. Um with the home run derby that it's uh, and and I again I I think it was at a point maybe where they they weren't able to juice the balls as uh readily as they would have liked. So you have those years in which, you know, not a lot of home runs frankly were hit. Um the the current format now is is of course a, a timed one and uh you would have seen that this off season Drew and I picked uh picked uh, Rockies teams and legends to go against each other in a home run derby, but it's time. So uh, there's a lot more emphasis on each and every swing and not taking pitches. Michaela, I know you probably haven't seen a lot of the, the earlier versions of the home run derby, but do you like there being a clock in the home run derby? Do you think it, it adds to the excitement a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it puts the pressure on a little bit more, you know, you, you got to do what you can do with the, the time that you've got and you, you know, you kind of got to, I don't know. I feel like it just adds pressure to the situation, which I think it makes it more exciting. It's, I love it. I like the, I like the time.
0: Yeah. I've come around on it. There are still, I think every once in a while I think back to those moments, right. And they're great for the home run derby and arguably terrible for everything else. But uh, probably the most famous one was Josh Hamilton. There was also a time when, I want to say Miguel Tejada did this, where before there was a clock, right? For those of you who don't know, for those of you youngsters out there, you had to make a certain number of outs, like in baseball. And until you made your 10 outs, usually about 10, um, you could swing forever. And Josh Hamilton did <laughs> He's still out there hitting home runs, and so that's the one thing we don't see with the clock is those kind of out of nowhere, just extraordinary displays where a guy just can't miss, and he hits like 27 consecutive home runs. And it's like, what are we even watching right now? Uh, But it only works
2: if that happens. Right. Yeah. But that only works if that happens. Otherwise you're seeing right. guys taking pitches and the air gets kind of left out of the, the building. The <laughs>
0: sucks. Yeah. You're
2: waiting for a home run, but yeah. with Hamilton in 2008 at the original Yankee stadium, or rather the one before this almost okay. third iteration, but doing it in the final season of Yankee stadium, where he hit 28 in that first round where you're okay with him taking pitches because we had never seen anything remotely close to that. And the thing is, most people don't remember, he didn't actually win. Justin Morneau. No, <laughs> no, because again, how that setup was, you know, first, whoever hits the most in the first round, those four guys move on to round two. Uh, they do that, and then the combined total, and then they had a finals that was just the finals. Well, by that point, Josh Hamilton already yes. hit 32 home runs. Yes. Was gas. Justin Morneau hit five in the finals. Hamilton hit three. Congratulations, Justin Morneau. You're the <laughs> champ, even though you only hit 22, and Hamilton yeah. hit 28 in the first round. He lost. He lost.
0: You lost. Yeah. No, and, and all those reasons are why the clock format is ultimately better. It makes the entire derby Fun and interesting and exciting to watch. And if someone isn't having a, a good time out there, it'll be over in, in a minute or two and it's fine. And he's like, you know, can just kind of they
2: did. They did have something where, uh, towards the end, I don't know if it was maybe it was on the final out, they introduced something. It was like a gold ball, they the called gold, a gold yeah. ball, like a power ball. Is that a pressure pack situation? It's not like the clock that you like, Michaela, but is that something that kind of increases the pressure of, like, okay. This this one's going to be worth a little bit extra. You you get only a couple of shots at it. It's going to look different too, coming out of the uh, the batting practice pitcher's hand. Is that something? I'm sure we'll see it again, but does it yeah. seem hokey? Does it seem too hokey? Yeah, right I don't now? like
1: that. It seems like a bad ad- look. It is bad ad adver- like an advertising thing. Like I'm pretty sure in 2019 it was like a pink T-Mobile ball. Um, and it was just T-Mobile paying for a way to advertise, like, <laughs> oh, here comes the T-Mobile extra point ball or whatever it was. <laughs> I hate it. I think it's so dumb. Like, just, ugh. No, not a fan of that. But um, I will say, though, I do hope that uh, they saved some of those baseballs from uh, last season so we can use those baseballs instead of the baseballs we got <laughs> this season. Because
0: yeah. if it's the
1: baseballs that they're using this season, this home run derby might suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a really good point. Uh yeah, go bring out the, the baseballs from the last couple of years. Um yeah, and then the other point Matt's talking about here in the comments, uh, you know, uh oops, wrong comment. The the formatting of it. This is the other thing uh I've always preferred, and this is just in general, I like open seating, right? Um, I don't see any reason, especially with the clocks, why it has to be head-to-head matchups. Mm. Uh you know, just give me the the four guys who hit the most in their two minutes and they move on to the next round, uh, you know, but yeah, the idea that you can have somebody hit the literally the second most home runs in the entire first round, but if they went up against the person, who hit the first you're out of there, that sucks. I'd like to see that open up a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. definitely
2: agree. Yeah. I, I, I like the concept of it too, or two guys going head to head, but again, yeah. you're right. It's the same thing to think that if, you know, going back at, at, to 2019 it, Seems like a million years ago. But you know, Vlad Guerrero hit 29 in the first round. And then if you remember in the second round, he went up against Jock Peterson. They went to uh like a bonus round and each of them kept hitting home runs back and forth. And so Vladimir ended up hitting 40 in that round. Jock Peterson hit 39 yeah. because of the 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 extra time that they had. And then Josh Peterson loses and he's you know gets a third place finish. I guess he's barely on the podium. And yet you go, wow, that that seemed like it was the final right there. It's like Josh Hamilton again hitting 28 in yeah. 2008 where you go, uh, it's kind of a – it's a shame maybe under a different format. I think it's okay because, again, it's a fun exhibition. You were Again, you don't have to remember that Justin Morneau won in 2008. Josh Hamilton was the winner. Totally. Right? Like in all of our eyes, he won. And in fact, Trevor Story said that. It, it's um, – I'm not sure that, that, that necessarily made the article, but you know, he said he, as a kid growing up in Irving, Texas, you know, he, he was a Rangers fan. That was his team. And so in 2008, you know, Josh Hamilton doing things on that big stage, that was something that was permanently supplanted in his memory that he will never forget even now as an adult. And he's, he's hoping to do that
0: for kids all across Colorado coming up in a few weeks. And, Oh, uh, excited for him. Yeah, the, it really was something else. So it's too bad we won't it. But the, Will, Will, remembering that Mark McGuire hit zero home runs the last time the Derby came to Coors Field in 1998. Believe that. Mark McGuire, who hit 70 home he, runs. He was saving year,
2: them for the second half of the season. So
0: didn't hit any. When they were trying to let him hit him. he's not used to that. He couldn't, couldn't handle that. Uh,
2: that. That's strange. And, and the funny thing is, Munguai um, did end up hitting four that year uh, in 98. certainly felt like zero compared to uh, what he was able to do in 96 when he hit 15. But in that format, Vinny Castilla, your boy, one of the rounds, um, Vinny Castilla, he ended up hitting the most home runs of any National Leaguer. But at that time, it was just they did it one round, and then that was it. So that's how you know Griffey won his first title. He won to yeah. win the next year in Fenway as well. But Vinny actually had the most home runs of any National League-er. Uh, more than Maguire, uh, more than Hall of Famer Trooper Jones.
0: Man, there's there's been a couple of tough luck outcomes for Rockies in the the home run derby over the years, and and that's one of them. Yeah, a little before my time, but even knowing that, like, damn. Yeah, Larry Walker, he ended up making it to the finals
2: uh, in Cleveland in 97. Uh, lost, came in second place. Matt Holiday in 2007, hit 13. He advanced to the second round, didn't get any further than that. Michael Kadire, probably the one name, if you were to ask people. I think yeah. Ellis Burks and Michael Kadire yeah. are probably the top two. Maybe Justin Morneau, too, because he wasn't an all-star that year in 2014. But those would be the names of guys you go, oh, yeah, that's right, I forgot that they were in, they were the, Derby. in the
0: Derby for Rockies,
2: but in 2013 and 2014, Kadire and Tulewitzki ended up um, advancing to the second round. And, you know, since then, you know, Rockies haven't fared, you know, terribly well, but they've been in it again, as we, as we kind of mentioned, you know, Boston hasn't had a representative since 2011 uh, Cardinals since 2012. And the Rockies have had now 12 different players going back since 1994. With Bichette being the first. So, there's a there's a nice little history of Rockies in the Derby. They might not necessarily fared well, but they're there, and, and just getting in there is you know is a huge feat because they they don't just pick bumps. That's for sure.
0: Right, that's the one last um, rule element of it as we're going through there because the one recently, uh, the most recent one of uh, Charlie Blackman in 2017, as we all remember. Uh, and and as Michaela asked story about hitting the 14, a pretty solid number losing, unfortunately in a head to head with Cody Bellinger, but they tied, they actually tied, they hit the same number of home runs in the round, but the tiebreaker was distance and he got an extra one for that or something, right? uh, Yeah. 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 Something like, and it was, um. I'll, we got to go back and look at the tape again because there, was, <laughs> there, there were shena- there were questions about shenanigans. I mean, we've even talked about recently stories home run from a few years ago. Uh, now it was shorter than it was back then. Uh, so it just you know we're we're doing estimated distance is the tiebreaker. I, I, I don't know about all that. I I, I say just have a an uh, thirty second one off round until somebody hits fewer home runs. I don't like that estimated distance as a tiebreaker thing oh yeah you get extra time for hitting over a certain distance and that's that's what it ended so they had the same number and Challenger yeah. the got the extra time and hit one extra that's one 15 14 yeah because one of charlie's that really looked like it went far enough wasn't measured at it and then a couple of days later people were like yeah probably did and we're like Boop. stupid ass stupid Dumb, anyway.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's it's going to be fantastic. I mean, for the fans to get all those souvenirs dropped on top of them, and you know, fighting for those baseballs. Hopefully, nobody gets hurt. You're going to see more adults than you've ever seen in your life walking to the ballpark with a baseball mitt, looking like little kids, (laughs) just hoping maybe for something to drop in their lap. Again, get there early, and we we're going to be talking about this almost ad nauseum. Uh, and I, I, I can't wait to talk about it almost every single day, right. but yeah, get there early. I mean, batting practice, they're going to be hitting them uh, there as well. So it's, it's going to be so exciting. Do you, do you think like that concourse in left field, left center is, is like the best spot to, to hunker down or would you just rather have a seat? This is your spot, maybe on top of the auxiliary scoreboard in right field. Where's the prime mm. seat to be sitting
0: for the That's home a run, good dirty. question.
1: Wouldn't it be right field?
0: Pro- I think right field, right on top of the auxiliary scoreboards, a pretty good spot. Yeah, um, maybe
1: not.
0: Really, anywhere in those left field bleachers. Yeah, the left field, left field bleachers is a good look. And you're right now.
2: Otani's is the only one. Otani's the only lefty that should change. But yeah. you could have more opportunities um, out left field for the right-handed hitters into
0: the party. Yeah. Left. Otani might hit one into the bar. Like for anyone who's ever actually been up in there, if you know, <laughs> like the, there's like that little bit of a row, and then there's a little open space, and you could literally one hop it on the floor over the bar, and you know, crash all of the booze
2: onto, or maybe it bounces in onto Wazi. It could be bounces on 20th and Wazi. Yeah. stand out there. Almost like at Wrigley, you know how like at Wrigley Field yeah. they stand out in the outfield waiting for the yeah. balls to come out, yeah. you might have that situation with Otani up. Not really, but it's fun to pretend. Yeah.
1: When K. Uh, Brian Hayes was doing, uh, was doing a batting practice yesterday on the field, he looked up at the third deck and he was like, I wonder if anyone's ever hit it up there. And he was like, probably Todd Helton. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a moonshot for sure up there. It'd be interesting it to see if anyone can get it that far.
0: Larry Walker hit one that would have landed in the party deck, but it did not exist back then. But, what? Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. How about Babe Ruth?
2: Did Babe was, Ruth ever uh, hit one when he played? <laughs> <King Decker? laughs> Fans, I hope you haven't asked that one. But
0: here. if you did, welcome. Uh, stay Ruth in school. Never hit a home run in Coors Field. Did you know that? Not many people know that. <laughs> it's true. Or Mile High Stadium. Uh yeah I was at that game that was one of those you know I got to go to one or two games a year when I was a kid and I was at the one where Larry Walker hit the longest home run of his career. I can't remember what it was measured at. They didn't give him 500 feet and I remember us all thinking like, okay, but we were sitting down the third base line and watched it like a golf shot like just watched it sail into the third deck like, that is definitely, without a doubt, the hardest and farthest I've ever seen someone hit a baseball. That, when I was, you know, 10 or whatever. <laughs> but it was like, good golly. So looking to see some, I think, I think Otani is going to hit a couple of those. Someone could, uh, if Judge comes out to, to go aim for the rock pile, uh, you know, Story's the only person I know of who's ever actually hit one into the parking lot. Part of that is also aim. Because there's big brick walls over there, so you got to get it in just the right spot. Though somebody told me that Galarraga had done it once, so um, could be
2: Stanton, even even Giancarlo Stanton. Um, yeah, though didn't he get say
0: big guys? He didn't want to do it until it was in New York or something like that. Yeah, good good yeah. excuse. Typical Yankees guy. Who would even draft DJ LeMahieu or starting?
2: You you wouldn't want DJ LeMahieu. I mean, that would just be kind of. I would. Pointless.
0: Bring them all back. I don't even care. You want get, Mike Talkman get, in the get derby? Nolan, get Mike Talkman in the derby. Tom Murphy. <laughs> let's fly. uh Let's
2: fly. Fly Tim Melville back out. He can throw batting practice. There you go. DJ let's Johnson only let.
1: Let's only let players who the Rockies have pissed off in the home run derby.
0: There you go. too low to come back for. Two low.
1: LeMayu. Arenado. There you go.
2: And you know who wins it all? Daniel Murphy. That <laughs> swing. He's going like now. You're going over the bright itch barrier every time. Come on,
0: but Daniel Murphy versus Ian Desmond in the first round of the <laughs> former oh, Rocket home run derby. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, and Will has seen Adam Dunn put it up there in the space between the party. Oh, uh, on the party deck, yeah, where, where it could have bounced through there. Yeah, that Adam Dunn hits that. Yeah, I think I know exactly the games you're talking about. Yeah. Adam Dunn. I, now, there's a name I've not thought of in, in several years. But big that, Donkey? He was a big honking boy. I think there was a Jim Tomey reference earlier in the comments that I missed also. Those are the – oh, man, that was an era, wasn't it? <laughs> Those are the big dudes from Ohio. I don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, are they it, both from Ohio? Well – Cleveland <laughs> and Cincinnati. Well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, just worked out that way. Didn't
2: it? It does. It does work yeah. out that way. Yeah. No matter, no matter who we get, I'm sure it will be exciting. You just want to, you just want those moonshots. Like it's not so much that it's a home run. You want them to go to these, this these parts of the ballpark that you really haven't seen a ball travel to. And it's, it's kind of rare. Like, you know, hitting a ball up onto the concourse. Um, it rarely happens in batting practice um but again that's still special when that happens you know it's anytime a ball you know lands and then it ricochets back up into the air that's exciting maybe somebody's able to hit the new you know 200 million dollar scoreboard that would be interesting again anything up on the third deck would be great i'd like to see one go uh basically right uh to, to the right of center field where they got the uh they usually have like a little Uh, truck out there it's not the toyota tundra but a different vehicle hit one right in that little sliver yeah uh, getting one over the batter's eye like again these are the greatest hitters of the generation and it didn't didn't necessarily go down the way you would have liked in 1998 where there weren't any of those incredibly memorable runs i mean there were some balls that were hit you know really far but get them to some of those special places. Like I don't, I think the rock pile might be out of question.
0: Yeah. Hit it up to the
2: party deck numerous times. That would be exciting. And then digging a couple off the scoreboard. I think all of those are in play and we've, we've really never seen that all that much.
0: Yeah. I think the farthest ball I've ever seen hit at Coors Field was that one. And you were at the game too, Patrick, the cargo hit foul. That to right field that like, one hopped the brick in the third deck at like the back Brick. The guy that caught it was beyond <laughs> bewildered that he <laughs> just ended up with a baseball. <laughs> like what in the world? Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Excited to see all of the home run derbies from these big beefy boys who we know are eating their hassle cattle company wagyu beef. That's how they get big and beefy, that's how they hit those big long home runs. It's gotta be. That's it's why I'm eating and I'm I'm expecting that soon I'll be able to do the same if I just eat enough wagyu beef. Love it though, it's life-changing, man. They put none of the hormones and antibiotics in there, they treat the cattle well treats your taste buds well, treats your wallet well, treats your body well, treats the environment well. Everything is better when you order your beef from Hassel Cattle Company. Never go to the grocery store for beef ever again. You don't need to. Go to hassell Company.com, Use promo code DNVR10. And if you order over 200 bucks, they'll hook you up with free shipping and you too can become a big beefy boy or big beefy lady. Big beefy person. <laughs> Whatever kind of big beefy person you prefer to be. A big beefy lady. Please, don't nice. stop saying Is big beefy. No. <laughs> beefy. no. Less beefy, more selfie. Yes. And on that note, all right. Oh, you know what we haven't done in a while? Let's pick a player to get a hit tonight. Before we sign off, let's pick a player. And I feel like none of us should be allowed to take Rhyme Altapia. <laughs>
2: He's off the board
0: on, on DraftKings
2: Sportsbook. Because, again, yeah. he's a lock to get a hit. So it's like, all right. I, can, can we have the option to maybe have two hits tonight?
0: Yeah, we right? We don't have that option, though. Maybe that's what it is. If you're going to take Tapia, he has to two. Could because be. Now, Chase DeYoung. chance of getting a hit. Chase DeYoung trying to pull it up.
2: made the Rockies look a little bit foolish his last time out against yeah. them. Uh, five innings pitched. A uh, one earned run, yeah. not bad for an independent league pitcher. Some dude, um, yeah. but uh, the circumstances are are definitely, Yeah, it's I'd say really so. environment. They're quite different, I think. Uh, Charlie's due, so I'm gonna. I, I think uh, Charlie Blackman is is gonna have a big hit against Chase. Um, did go one for two in their matchup a few weeks back in Pittsburgh. Hit a triple, RBI. Um, so I, 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 like that he's had some better visibility left on right. So, uh, I think Charlie Blackman, not, not going out too far on a limb, but I think he gets a hit tonight.
1: Um, I'm going with my guy that everyone made fun of me for drafting to my dudes team. And now he's making all of you regret, dra- uh, making fun of me. Jonathan Daza. He's going to mm-hmm. do it. He's my guy. And is,
2: and is that because, um, when they last face, Daza got two hits in three at bats. Is that is that part of the reason why as well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, great. great. Yep, you it. know the track records of these guys,
0: man. I tell Just you, kidding. all right, you know your stuff. Let's say it's been true a lot of a lot of guys lately. Daza's is making a ton of contact. Love that pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Trevor Story, who I thought was going to get real hot, who's been better, but not super hot. I'm still I'm still waiting for the, the superstar story to show out, show up. Maybe now that he's got a little good news, a little good energy going for him right now, knows he's going to be in the derby. Uh, probably feels like he's going to get this one last showcase before he's going to go play somewhere else. So that's I think so he's morbid. Ready. Moving into a stage of acceptance, and then you can just play your game. Uh, And I think we're seeing that a little bit more and more out of him. So uh, I'll take Trevor Story to get the base hit tonight.
2: I think uh, the one guy who needs to get a hit tonight, needs, 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 is Ryan McMahon. Uh, yeah. I know he's got some, some hand issues, had a hard time holding the bat over the weekend in Milwaukee, had that yeah. platinum Sabrera with a five strikeout game. So he's, he's just struggling through injuries I think right now. And, and, and that happens. And so you understand uh, if he's in a, a bit of a slump right now. So it would be nice to see him kind of get off the schneid there, uh, break through with a hit against Chase DeYoung and, and maybe, maybe start something new, something exciting, get his name kind of back into the all-star conversation. Cause I think, I think it's been a foregone conclusion that he's going to be the Rockies' All Star, but I don't know. I think Story's been making a case a little bit. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Gomber. He's probably going to need a rehab start, so I think uh, he's not going to have enough runway to kind of make his case. Maybe Marquez, with what he does tonight, has a chance, and and maybe even Tapia. So it's it's. I think all of these guys are almost neck and neck, and it may a lot of it may just depend on you know, what the all-star team needs in general. Yeah, so if, yeah, There's a shortage at a certain position. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily the case, uh, you know, where there, there's a lot of really good qualifying players, but um, it would be nice to see McMahon to say, hey, no, no, it is me. It, it is my season to be the next all-star for this organization.
0: Yeah, yeah. agree. It would be nice to see him get that. And it'd also just be nice to know that he's feeling better and, and, and looking healthier and, and doing all that because you're right, the, the hand issue is clearly – Bothering him a bit, and it'd be nice to get a weird game in the first set where they're like first at bat, you're trying to get back in the swing of things, and none of the pitches were anywhere close. So, you draw your four pitch walk, but that doesn't help you do what you're trying to do. And he had a couple of those at bats, so uh, be watching those closely. All right, everyone, we know you'll be watching closely. We super appreciate you watching this, especially if you were watching this and not just listening to it, hanging out with us live on the YouTube channel, asking your questions, hit the subscribe button. Clicking the little bell icon to let you know when we're going live. We really do appreciate each and every one of you here in the comments. We appreciate each and every one of you out there who've subscribed to the DNVR.com. who have been listening to the podcast. who have been following us on social media at Drew Creasman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at Michaela E. Perkins, and just being absolutely the best baseball fans out there. We promise to keep being absolutely Patrick Lyons, Michaela Perkins, and Drew Creesman in here. And until next time, we will see you ballpark Ah, mm. the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com